Hi guys, welcome to episode 30 of Hearts Fat Fitness, brought to you by Team Amino Pure, Rejuvenate HRT, Rejuvenate Labs. Uh, what a great episode we had today. Uh, I wanted to record the intro afterwards, actually, as a matter of fact. Uh, had a great chat with Chris Neal uh, from Rejuvenate HRT. And uh, this episode is primarily for the ladies. Uh, well, um, the good coaches and males can also listen to it. But it was geared towards uh, really honing in on PCOS, the misdiagnosis of PCOS, how Rejuvenate HRT handles PCOS, and also birth control. Coming off of birth control, how to not basically go cut and dry off of birth control without uh, supplementing with certain uh, maybe herbs, herbal supplementation, or even, you know, taking uh, some level of testosterone and in, in, in order to support your, your hormones and not really crashing. So this episode was really good. I had a good time talking to Chris. Uh, Chris and I have a great relationship uh, going back to uh, when I started my, my entire HRT protocol with, with him at Viking and now with Rejuvenate HRT. Um, they're really changing the way HRT gets done in America out at uh, Rejuvenate. Had a great successful uh, beginning of 2021, and we want to continue to support them the way they support us uh, and bringing in new coaches, bringing in uh, new blood in terms of the things that we want to accomplish as Team Amino Pure grows, as Rejuvenate HRT grows. Um, this is the sky's the limit to, to what we're trying to accomplish. So this episode was great. Uh, I wanted to wrap up uh 2021 uh with a message of positivity to all of you i wanted to wish every single one of you merry christmas uh i know we're going to try to push as much product and as much content out there for a lot of uh our, our following audience at Harfast fitness has been a very very amazing and productive and fruitful 2021 uh far above what we expected uh i mean this has just been surreal. Uh, the response that Rejuvenate HRT has had, the response that Team Amino Pure has had, and a lot of the choices that we've made have been systematic choices in order to support our growing audience, in order to support the demands that the, 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 the people that we work with, uh, our patients, our staff have been asking us to do. Uh, we're coming out with a number of new products. Uh, we are going to be launching Turkesterone uh, next month, next week hopefully in next week. Uh, so we're rushing to do that. Uh, our, our line of support supplements and great supplements, pharma, pharmaceutical supplements are coming out. Uh, I just, me personally, just started a mentorship program with a, uh, a doctor, a PhD in pharmaco pharmacokinetics pharma and pharmacology um, in order to support our listening audience better. We're, we're trying to understand pharmacology, but for, from a pharmacokinetics, kinetic standpoint, we, what we were trying to do is understand the way that actually your body performs and behaves when you're ingesting some of these herbal supplements uh, that are going to be supporting your performance on a daily basis. So with that being said, I want to wish you guys, every single one of you guys, a lot of blessings, a lot of uh, happiness during this holiday season as we wrap up 2021. Uh, the sky's the limit. We're working extensive amount of hours to uh, set ourselves up for a very productive 2022 2022 2022 is going to be a breakout year for for amino pure team amino pure and rejuvenate labs what do we have accomplished in 2021 is short and spectacular and what we're going to be accomplishing in 2022 is going to be on another level we're going to be putting a lot of content out there with chris 
a lot of content on free content, how to read labs, free content. So you don't no longer have to pay for these courses online. Uh, and you can further, uh, understand a lot of the things in the way that we actually take care of patients, uh, through rejuvenate labs, uh, through rejuvenate HRT. So, uh, new webpage coming up, coming out, uh, hopefully early January, February of 2022 for amino pure team, amino pure, uh, and we're really excited at all of that. I wanted to thank every single one of our coaches and athletes that support the brand, push the brand. I want to thank every single one of you guys for your patronage. Uh, and always, always, always uh, remember to give back to the people that love you. Give back to your patients, their clients. Uh, don't forget to love uh, all of you, all the people around you. And keep the people around you as close as possible. Life is short, guys. We had a, a lot of tragedies in 2021. Saw a lot of good people, a lot of friends of Team Amino Pure pass away. And, uh, and, and it allows us to reflect a little bit about uh, people around us and how we need to really enjoy uh, the small things in life and plan for the future. But don't forget to really hone in and focus on the things that are close to us now and appreciate the things that are close to us now. With that being said, welcome to episode 30. Um, thank you again for the support and uh, hope you enjoy this episode on PCOS and coming out birth control with uh, Rejuvenate HRT's own Chris Neal. And we are live. Hi guys, welcome to Hard Facts Fitness episode 30. Uh, we have a special guest here today. I'm stoked about this episode. It's an episode that I've been actually neglecting on having for quite some time. Um, a lot of our, our listening audience, a lot of our athletes, a lot of our coaches, a lot of our, um, our uh, people that follow us on, on Instagram, Rejuvenate HRT and uh, Team Amino Pure, have been asking for a few more episodes on PCOS and female coming on birth off birth control. We're going to have a subsequent, some episodes on, on males, uh, PEDUs, uh, with some of the, some of our coaches, we've had some very great episode on estrogen dominance. Maybe we can dive a little bit on that as well today, but today I have a special guest clinical director for rejuvenate HRT. One of my good friends. Uh, I work closely with Chris, uh, Chris, welcome to, uh, episode 30 of Harfa fitness. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. Um, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you. This is going to be exciting. I'm so glad to be able to talk about this. This is a big, big issue and there is a lot of material to go over. There's, um, there, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff. You know how I am about people that just say stuff. There's a lot of stuff that's out there that, that needs, it needs to be deciphered. You know? So I, hopefully this will be good. So tell us, give us a little intro for, for the listening audience that don't know about Rejuvenate HRT. I know we work extremely close in partnerships with Rejuvenate HRT, but give us an intro to, to the clinic. Um, how are you guys doing? Uh, the approach that we take a little bit different from your, your conventional HRT clinics that are out there. And, and what is our motto? I mean, I know that we're trying to change the way that HRT gets done in America, but tell us a little bit about the clinic. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. So, um, and by the way, thank you so much for all of your support and everything with, um, with Amino Pure. You're, you guys are awesome. Um, but yeah, Rejuvenate HRT is a, is a relatively new clinic. I've been in the HRT industry for quite a while and I've, I've seen the good, the bad and the ugly. And, and I, um, and in addition to the whole Rejuvenate HRT family, we want to see this done different. We want to see uh, a patient-centered clinic that you can go to, where your patients have—they um, have—they uh, the, are the main ones that that we um, we focus on during all of our consultations. It's all about the patients and individuality, and we really want to take the whole HRT clinic to a whole nother level. So many clinics out there, like I've, I've been frustrated in my care. Like I've been a patient now for, you know, going on 15 years and, um, and I want to be able to go into a place where I feel like I'm family. I feel like I'm important. People pay attention to me as a patient and I get listened to no matter what my goals are, you know, and, um, and that's what we really strive for here at rejuvenate. So that, that takes, that takes precedent in many different aspects. Like we try and offer, um, we have a lot of tools on hand. We have a lot of medications that we like to be able to, um, to use to help people. We, um, we work with a lot of different people um, when it comes to, um, uh, if, you, if it's just fitness goals, how you feel, mental well-being, health, fertility, men, women, different ages. Like it, so we, we really, we really try and be that, uh, that, uh, that the best place in the world, really, you know, when it comes to knowledge and understanding education, you know, it's also important. I think the biggest fear for people is that, um, as, as they're going through their, let's talk about fitness journey, for example, right? If they're going through their fitness journey and they, and they start noticing their hormones start to change, a lot of people don't know that a lot of it has to do with fat loss or, or whatever it is. Stress. So stress is stress. Cortisol, as we both know, is one of the major driving factors for, uh, for, um, for hormone imbalance, right? Mm -hmm. Second year, let me exit out. So a lot, what we get a lot is that fear of, but I'm only 32, and, um, you know, I'm, I may not qualify. Well, one of the things that we always talk about, even at, at with Team Amino Pure, is like rejuvenate doesn't treat numbers. We treat symptoms because yeah. somebody's 500 at 32 for tests may be okay. I mean, we don't do okay. We do optimal. We want to see mm -hmm. optimal. Yeah. And the biggest misconception in Western medicine and, um, is if you're, if you're within that range of zero to 200 or zero to like 200 to like a thousand, you can be 300, but if you're that within that range, doctors are like, Oh yeah, you're, you're good. You're well, good yeah, enough. You're good yeah. enough. Not really. So yeah. don't be afraid for everybody listening to us. Don't be afraid to book a console with review at HRT. We treat, symptoms not numbers and we want to make sure that every patient's optimal in their journey uh, it's like fine-tuning uh, fine-tuning a car takes some time so without further ado thank you chris for that intro uh, let's dive right into the topic at hand and we're going to break down this into two different segments number one being uh pcos and then um the second phase is going to be uh something that a lot of people have been asking is actually how do i get off of how would i get off of birth control um, because there's a lot of hype right now, how birth control can cause different issues and weight gain and imbalances as a whole. Um, how do I get off of it? What process does rejuvenate follow to get women into homeostasis uh, from a hormonal standpoint in efforts of improving their well-being? And how do we monitor all that? So let's start with PCOS. Give us an intro. What is PCOS? And, and let's go in order. What is PCOS? 
And how do we to usually diagnose it? I know there's different ways of diagnosing and it's, it can be very challenging, but go ahead, Chris, talk to me about, about PCOS. Okay. Okay. So, so this is going to go a, a little bit like my consultations. Like I, I, I think we were talking about this before I, I have this thing about myself. Um, it drives my wife crazy. Like I, I cannot give a straight answer towards it. Like it has to, it's a very involved, very deep, deep answer to that question, but I like to go into depth and all of our consultations are like that too. So you're not going to get any five minute consultations here, not at rejuvenate. It doesn't, people are too important for us to get that. You know? awesome. So, awesome. so yeah, we, we, uh, we, we definitely go in depth here. So we're going to do that today with, uh, but just for the women, just for the women today. So PCOS stands for polycystic ovarian syndrome. And that is, um, it, it's, it's not a, uh, a really slam dunk um, type of um, type of diagnosis. It, it really, really isn't. It's much better to describe PCOS in the category of hormonal imbalance is the best way to say it. And there's a lot of different hormonal imbalances, and there's a lot of there's a lot of different ways that that a, a, a female's hormonal cycle hormonal harmony is another way to put it can go awry, you know, and if it does, things can go not the way you intend from one way or another. That's why if you look up PCOS symptoms, the symptoms are all over the place. Like it's like you could either have hair loss or hair gain. Okay. You could either have like, you know, you could either have like acne or, or, um, or weight gain, um, sluggishness, fatigue, irritability, pain, like, um, lower, lower abdominal pain, pelvic pain, you know, there's, there are a lot of there, you can have these, um, uh, uh, these, uh, it's a, it's a dermatological issue, a skin issue called, uh, acanthosis nigricans. It's, um, you get these dark patches of skin, like along your neckline underneath the breasts and the armpits, like on the, you know, so, um, so there's, there's a lot of different, there's a lot of different odd um, ways to um, uh, symptoms and things that can come out. But first, in order to understand what PCOS is, it, well, it's, it's impossible to understand what it is if you don't first take a step back and understand the harmony that a woman's hormones are supposed to be in, you know, to start with. And then when, then you can appreciate what's out of harmony. Okay. So um, it, it's, it's kind of like this, like I, I, um, uh, I was, I was a I was a music geek in high school, like I, so. I was in the choir. I was in the band. But I was in the choir. But the um, but there was a time once where um, where the the conductor said, "Okay, everybody, let's start." You know, the next song, and nobody knew what the next song was. So we got the we got our 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 um, notes and everything ready to sing. And the the orchestra had the same problem. They didn't know what the next song was, and the and the, the they started, and everybody's playing something different. You know, so you're, you have a lot of hormones that are involved and they have to be in sync. So there's basically just to kind of break this down in a normal female per cycle. And when I say cycle, I mean, usually a month, 28 days or so, there are two big waves. The hormones that are involved with these waves are pre predominantly estrogen and progesterone, and they initiate different cascades. But the first wave comes from your estrogen. And when your estrogen goes up, works its way up during the first wave, this is leading towards flipping a switch. It flips a switch that initiates ovulation, releasing that egg. And it usually goes flip-flops. It goes from one ovary to the other ovary. Okay. So one of the, so once it releases the egg, then um, that, well, it starts to build the egg up. And when that, when that estrogen starts to crash, then it will release that egg. So 
um, then the estrogen goes back down and then it has to work its way back up again. And then this time when it works its way back up the second wave, it's riding alongside progesterone. They're both riding up together. They're supposed to work together. They, the sounds have to be in harmony together and they're building up. They're thickening the uterine wall, the uterus, okay, to get ready to potentially support and hold on to a baby in there. That's the purpose of that. Progesterone is really a big key in that. So if they are not working well they let's let's consider them working in sync together if they work in sync together they work up to a certain point when they get down to a certain point that's when it initiates your period okay so so there are a lot of things that could go wrong or go or go off or sideways in this you know and that's when we have all a whole series of problems okay only some of the problems are related to pcos but in either case any of those problems things are not usually great Okay, so, so let, me, let me ask you a question. So, would mm -hmm. you say that when those, when that that uh, cycle or the the gap between progesterone and estrogen are off and they're not working in sync or synergistically, that's when you start getting PCOS? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. okay. So, um, so now that it's it's kind of unfortunate because PCOS is. Uh, it's tricky and it takes time and you have to understand the person, you know, and understand what's going on and look at the whole picture. Standard Western medicine is usually, usually isn't set up well for that. Okay. When I went to medical school, literally, this is how they described PCOS. And, and I'm, I kid you not. And um, hope, hopefully I, it looks like it's improved slightly since then, but literally this is how they described it. PCOS um, is pelvic pain for women that are FFF, and that's what they had us remember, female, fertile age, and fat. <laughs> so messed up. So messed up. That's what wow. they taught us in school. Professors teaching us wow. that. Okay. You know, then, they, then you have PC, which is so, so not right, you know? And nowadays, the, the diagnoses <laughs> or the way to diagnose isn't a whole lot better. Um, you have to have two out of the three, these three symptoms. And this is how you basically diagnose. You have to have polycystic ovaries. Okay. So a polycystic ovary, what that is, is that when that, when that, um, <clears throat> when you're getting ready to ovulate and that egg is getting ready to come out of the, of the, um, of the ovary, it can't just come out on its own. It has to be surrounded by a little capsule by a cyst is what they call it. It's not like one of those gross cysts of infection. It's, it's a cyst of protective material around it. So, um, so, but sometimes if the waves are off, if things aren't going well, it might get ready to, to come out and it starts to get bigger and starts to come out and fill with fluid, but it never comes out because the rhythm is off, you know? So then you end up with one that never came out one month. And then a couple months down the road, you end up with another one that never came out. And then you end up with another one that never came out. And then, so you have polycystic poly, you know, multiple cysts, you know, of eggs that never escaped because the rhythm of the music was off. You know, so, so that can only be truly diagnosed on a, um, on an ultrasound. ultrasound. So they would need to do an ultrasound to, to determine that, to see if you have multiple, um, cysts in your ovary. So that's one, um, you have to have two out of the three of these polycystic ovaries. You got to have, um, uh, irregular periods and irregular periods basically just mean, um, periods that are not, they're not on sync. You know, I, I think, uh, seven to nine months out of the year, you know, seven to nine out of the, out of the, your periods are, are not on time. 
you know, so that's one of them and high androgen levels. So high levels of testosterone or estrogen, you know, so those, you have to have two out of the three of those things, which are incredibly vague, you know, when it really comes down to it, there's so many more factors that are involved with all of this. Uh, so, so basically let me see if, if I can, if I can summarize this, you said two out of the three for, for a lot of the competitor athletes that are running gear or gun running pads, right. Performing enhance, performance enhancement, enhancing drugs. Typically, they're going to have high levels of androgens because they're running testosterone or a testosterone-based derivative, Primo, mm -hmm. Anavar, et cetera, et cetera. So if that is the case, they would need to have that. It's that itself can throw their period off, correct? Yes. Okay. But for a different reason. Right. So, mm -hmm. I mean, is it very common to uh, misdiagnose PCOS on athletes that are running uh, performance enhancement drugs because, number one, their androgens are going to be much higher. Number two, they're probably overstressing their adrenals or, or cortisol levels could be high. Therefore, their periods are going to be regular. I mean, could, could, it, could you misdiagnose that because of those two out of the three? Um, I don't think they would typically be in that category. If you're a performance athlete and um, then, you know, then could you have bigger picture could you have um uh, a hormonal imbalance absolutely you could but it usually wouldn't be in the category of pcos someone who would who would be much more likely to be in that category of pcos would be someone that is having um well just because pcos by itself um it is typically attributed to um to insulin big time insulin resistance you know, usually so bigger usually heavy set people, a lot of weight gain, Yeah, you know, and, and they are like true PCOS would have a very, very difficult, almost impossible time, you know, maintaining a, a, that level of athleticism, you know, um, because of, because of the hormonal imbalance, not because necessarily you have multiple cysts on your ovaries, you know, I've heard some athletes and, and, and it could be a misdiagnosis. Uh, some coaches will, will diagnose a lot of performance athletes, competitors as, oh, you probably have PCOS without an ultrasound. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's very subjective. Uh, so very, for, very subjective. For, so, so for a lot of people, excuse me, for a lot of people that are listening today, uh, I would su highly suggest that if somebody's diagnosing you with PCOS to get an ultrasound, um, yes. That would be uh, blood work, of course. Uh, it's going to help to 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 uh, see if your androgens are higher. If you're a natural athlete, then if your if your if your androgens are high, uh, that could be one signal. But primarily, it sounds like ultrasound would be the, the 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 way to go to really hone in and diagnose it. Correct. But even before that, you have to make sure you have someone that's even more important than that, like getting the diagnosis. Okay, you got a diagnosis, but like, but you need to have someone that really understands hormones that really understands your hormones because most people don't even know that estrogen comes from testosterone correct you know mm -hmm. so like that just that in itself like you you can have maybe you have a, a situation where your body is producing high levels of testosterone because uh, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why things could be off you know because it's it's trying to fix an issue you know or it's just it's or like, and we're going to get into this a little, in a little bit when it comes to birth control pills, your body's holding on to a lot of estrogen. There's a lot of reasons why your body can be holding on to estrogen longer than it should. One of them that they, the um, uh, uh, higher body fat percentage can do that. Not in all cases, but it, it can, it can hold on to, um, to estrogen and keep your estrogen levels maintained higher. You know, um, uh, a, a lot of things can cause, 
So it starts, all of this whole thing starts, I can't impress this enough, with a hormonal imbalance that starts to get more and more and more and more out of sync to the point where this hormonal imbalance is causing insulin resistance. It's causing difficulty, like losing weight, problems with your sugar, irregular menstrual cycles. It's causing, um, it can lead to infertility. 80% of women with PCOS, like true PCOS, have, uh, have uh, infertility fertility issues. So that's not to say that it can't be fixed. So, that, so it's, if you don't understand this from the beginning, you'll never know how to fix it. You know, so um, all of these things are really important to grasp before you before you go into even the importance of a diagnosis. I think a lot of it also you got to look at a hair growth. I've heard that it was androgen levels go up in women. You you tend to have a little bit more hair growth, fatigue, low sex drive. Are those some indicate indicators as well of, of PCOS? Yes. Yeah, so hair growth or hair loss, either one okay. is a documented in, indicator of PCOS, which is which is silly. Like it's our, how do you you know, which one is it? Is that because you know, of so DHT? Is, is that because DHT? Is that because DHT? Exactly. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. If you don't understand the whole process, exactly. you know, that exactly that, that comes from DHT. DHT. So if your body, for whatever reason, is trying to produce, um, uh, overproduce estrogen, the only way it's going to get to estrogen is by first producing testosterone, testosterone. <laughs> you know, and if you're not converting well, or, you know, into, if you're converting, pushing too much into DHT, then Maybe you don't need anything going on with, you know, to fix your, your, your estrogen route. If you can just block some of the DHT from, from occurring, it'll then balance itself. Guess what? You're going to balance out. You're going to get rid of a lot of the acne. You're going to get rid of a lot of the, um, the, the hair loss, you know? So, um, so yeah, those, those things are, those things are really, really important. The, um, uh, yeah. So. so let me ask you a question from a, in, from a detoxifying standpoint, there's a lot of literature out there that shows that a good first phase is detoxifying your, your organs. Uh, NAC is a great antioxidant for, PC, for treatment for PCOS. Can you dive a little bit more onto the, that side of non-medical side first and then dive in how, how you, we would treat and review and how we would treat PCOS? Yeah, so when it, <clears throat> when it comes to PCOS, um, it, it's, it's almost like you have to think about, okay, which came first, you know, the chicken or the egg. I, and, and in reality with PCOS, what came first was the, the hormonal imbalance that just got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And now it's just now because of the hormonal imbalance, your metabolism, how you feel, everything is like crap, like everything, you know? So, so does that require, or does that, would it help if you, um, if you had some detox on board? Absolutely. Some anti-chelating agents. Yes. You know, liver, kidney detox. Oh yeah, absolutely. That stuff would be very helpful. We have a great supplement line that, that works towards that. Glutathione is awesome. You know, there's a lot of things that can come on board, but, um, that's so, but to back it all the way back up to the root, you know, ultimately looking at the hormones of the individual, because your hormone imbalance can be imbalanced a lot of different ways. You know, we don't just like throw the same thing at everyone. So here's um, a question, Chris, sorry to interject. Sure. So can you get PCOS from being estrogen dominant? Estrogen dominant dominance by itself is not it is not, doesn't make you feel good, you know, right. but, um, but PC, true PCOS is, is more than just one is, is more than just your estrogen. Like if your, your estrogen would have to be off, your progesterone would have to have crashed, 
you know, and, and usually those two things in combination absolutely would do it. Because there's a lot of different ways of being estrogen dominant. A lot of people, a lot of females think, and I've had this because one of my exes had this, um, you can have low estrogen and still be estrogen dominant in, in, in ratio to your progesterone levels. You don't have mm. to have high estrogen to be estrogen dominant. It's just a ratio between estrogen and progesterone. Is that correct? Yes, but everyone's ratio, everyone's like given ratio is different. Yeah. Different. So it's not, yeah, don't look for a number with that one, but it's a relative, a relative uh, um, uh, balance between the two of those. Progesterone really helps to mitigate and, and, uh, and support estrogen you know without with with estrogen like a lot of women with pcos have has have uh uh, uh what's it called uh, endometrial hyperplasia so it's a it's a it's a buildup of tissue <clears throat> it can lead towards cancers and different type of fibroids and stuff in the uterus um, a buildup of tissue in the uterus that that is because of estrogen dominance or un, unopposed estrogen estrogen that doesn't have progesterone to help it out you know, that usually so, takes time to build up though correct it's not that something takes that time to build it, up it doesn't happen overnight girls uh, yeah. I, i've actually read on this and i had somebody message me like i think i have that and, <laughs> and i said well how long have you been feeling these symptoms only a couple of weeks i said well i think it takes more than a couple of weeks for, yeah for, it takes for a while to build, up. to build up so yeah i get yeah. that so um let's proceed with uh how do you how, rejuvenate so how once you diagnose it let's say you you the, the, your patient goes through the ultrasound they go through the diagnosis of being estrogen dominant i'm sorry uh having pcos how do you how do how does rejuvenate treat that okay so so we like to go to the root of the problem or the source which is your hormones you know we we take a good look at your hormones and that goes for your androgens testosterone and estrogen estradiol we look at your progesterone we look at your lh and fsh levels we look at fertility we look at all of the symptoms we do look at um, at your family history genetics does play a big part in this so we do focus on that as well um, we look at your insulin insulin resistance we look at your goals all of this is is an entire life issue it's not just you know a um a gyn problem you know we you can't focus on pcos and just look at the gynecology you know you have to look at um exercise lifestyle diet is important you know all of those things and then we but the first order of business would be to give some stability to the hormone um uh your hormone balance or your hormone harmony there's just no no stability there and putting that in place you know depends on the patient you know depends on what's going on a lot of patients that um they actually that have pcos and that we're, we're told they have high androgens but their testosterone really isn't that high you know and their estrogen is through the roof you know and their progesterone is crashed by increasing their testosterone level in them you know, it's increasing one of their androgens. It actually puts some stability in. We add progesterone into the mix. It stabilizes their, their estrogen as well. And it smooths them out. They're back to normal periods. They start to lose weight. They start to feel a lot better and to feel more normal, you know, and it helps. So it sounds like, it sounds like a lot of people are throwing that PCOS diagnosis around based on a couple of factors without really even digging deeper, um, you know, a lot of a lot of uh, companies are, are selling a lot of herbal products to treat PCOS, and I'm all for the naturopath uh, method of, of of actually first treating people. But I think that for 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 
us at Rejuvenate, we tend to focus primarily on the hormone imbalance. Get all of that. Well, that's the root. That, that's the that root is, going to be the root, right? Yeah. And a lot of times, would you say that the, the diagnosis or misdiagnosis of PCOS goes away? Then it really wasn't PCOS. It was just a hormonal imbalance, correct? Well, PCOS is a hormonal imbalance and people put it as this, um, you know, this, this, this catch all thing, but it, it is, it, it is by its nature, you know, uh, a severe hormonal imbalance. So if you can balance things out again, then guess what? You don't have PCOS anymore. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is, I guess what I'm saying is, uh, you can, you can have just a hormonal imbalance without having the polycystic ovary. Mm-hmm syndrome issues you don't oh, yeah. have that so in that case you were probably misdiagnosed yeah right so that, yeah. that's that's awesome to hear because i think that a lot of times the, the and i hear from from some coaches and i hear from some athletes like oh well my coach said i had pcos well okay you you run pads so your androgens are going to be higher because running anabar um you're you're overstressing your body so cortisol levels are going to go a little bit higher so you're yeah. you're going to have some menstrual issues there uh mm-hmm. in some cases over dieting is going to cause and there you go you got two you, you got, got two out of three that's where there i'm going go. that's where i'm yeah. going that's where i'm going yeah put so her now, on birth control pills and we'll see her in two months there you go there you, go. you know you can't do that you cannot do that and but that's, that's, how, that's exactly that's where i'm going with chris how I mean, people treat it, it yeah it's like it, it's com- let's use common sense here okay mm-hmm. um people will tell you pcos pcos because it's easy yeah. to say uh, but at the same time think about what the, the for this is for athletes by the way so this is not for normal folk these are for athletes we're going to talk about normal n- normal everyday gen pop in, in a little bit okay. uh, you're you're stressing your body beyond belief by running Peds, if you're getting ready for a show, cortisol levels are high. You're you're probably gonna lose your period. Yeah, uh, you know, because your body fat percentage goes, body down. goes so low. Yeah. So now your 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 thyroid's off. Thyroid's off. Right? I'm gaining weight, and I'm like, I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Let's let's focus so, on those things. Gain? So thyroid yeah. sluggish, uh, high androgens, period's gone, mm-hmm. stress is up. Ask yourself: Do you think you have PCOS, or you're just overstressing your body? And your hormones are completely out of whack, which is probably likely. So think about those things before people tell you, hey, it's PCOS. I think the the best way to do that is uh, would be a diet. Because if you go back and after your show and you jumpstart your body, uh, get your your hormones back to homeostasis and everything goes back into sync, then it was just a hormone imbalance. Yeah. Yeah. You're fixed. You're fixed. So that's why it's it's so important. That's why I said from the beginning, it's so important to first understand how how the body works. And we put so much time and energy into educating every single one of our patients for that knowledge as to how their body works. It's going to be different, you know, but um, all of those things are so important to have a, a clinician to work with that if you understand really how the hormones work, then um, then, then you, you can treat PCOS in anyone, you know, then you can treat a hormonal imbalance in anyone, then you can, you can treat, um, uh, menopause, you know, and, uh, and all, all of those things are, are just variants of all the same thing, but it has to be focused on the person. That's awesome. That's really, really good to have. So from, from, uh, for gen pop, um, people that, um, are not a lifestyle avid bodybuilder fitness enthusiast. 
the symptoms that you're actually looking for is insulin sensitivity, that you uh, insulin resistance, uh, weight gain, fatigue, all the same symptoms, but on the other side of the spectrum, you're not as lean. You're actually putting a lot of weight on. Um, androgens may be high. Facial hair growth may be starting or, or fall. Um, how do you treat that? In, do, you, do you treat this? You treat, let's say you treat the, the hormone imbalance first, but when you're looking at blood work, are you looking at you know insulin, uh, morning insulin, or I think it's A one C your A1C reading? Mm -hmm. Are you looking at, um, what, what are you really looking at in lab work? So what's, what's fascinating about this is that um, there is a genetic component to, um, to gen pop. And we're now, now we're kind of switching gears. We're talking about like gen pop PCOS. Okay. So you're very typical PCOS. There is a big genetic component to that. Okay. And, the, and, and this, this is fascinating to me. The way genes work is that genes are basically like uh, your DNA is like a series of instruction manuals, okay, for how to do things, how to do every single thing in your body. Whenever there's a problem, whenever there's a little issue um, that is genetically based, that means something about the instruction manual isn't quite right. So it's causing your body to do something a little bit off. So PCOS is related to not just one gene or one DNA, one strand of DNA or whatever. It's not just one gene, it's multiple. And when all multiple of those, of those uh, uh, genes have issues, when there's problem, problems in multiple uh, uh, instruction manuals, it presents an issue. So, and those genes are related. Some of those genes are tied to the way your body handles sugar. Okay. So, um, so that's your insulin resistance. So that's why we see like this really big correlation between women that have like gen pop women that have true PCOS and diabetes, you know, or leading towards diabetes if they don't already have it, that insulin resistance. That's why we see the, the weight gain. And then that, that causes other issues. And so the, that weight gain can, can lead you to holding on to, and so it's like a snowball effect. It can lead you towards holding on to even more estrogen, you know, and can cause other, other issues beyond that. Irregular menstrual cycles, you know, a metabolic syndrome and problems with, uh, with the weight loss, you know, or weight, you know, weight gain, you know. I think so, a lot of, a lot of, and, and I do get a lot of these questions by Gen Pop. Uh, through team amino pure and the first thing uh, when it comes to people that are more gen pop what i tell them is first phase is yes let's try to diagnose pcos the right way let's but first let's look at blood work because blood work is key for a lot of things actually for almost for everything right mm -hmm. let's look at your insulin resistance let's look at uh your morning insulin let's look at your fat your fasted glucose let's look at your liver enzymes your kidney yeah. enzymes your thyroid A1C. and then yeah let's look at all of those factors and let's try to start fixing insulin resistance uh a lot of what i've been reading there a lot of the research and a lot of the things that i'm trying now even even with myself and i'm not an obese person is utilizing glucose disposal agents utilizing metformin to, to take control of that insulin resistance mm -hmm. um metformin's great Metformin yeah, it's, it's, it's so under, it's so underrated. Um, yeah. It's so underrated. Even a good GDA, a fifty, you know, a lot of GDAs have very low dosage of berberine, and studies show that fifteen hundred, or I think a thousand to fifteen hundred milligrams of berberine, which is which is up there, is equivalent mm. to fifteen hundred milligrams of, of metformin in studies, which oh, wow. is which is fantastic. So yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. It, it is a high dosage. It's three pills of, of metformin a day. That I have athletes now. 
Okay. I have athletes now that work through Team Amino Pure that um, I share the data with. And I work with a lot of the coaches and my athletes. And I share a lot of the data. And they're like, what are you thinking about this? I'm running this protocol or I'm running this. And I say, look, take your GDA to 1500. I know it's a lot. And and spread it out with every meal. And they Mm -hmm. come back and they'll tell me, Ron, you are amazing. And I'm like, it's not me. It's the studies. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, just I'm just a messenger because I'm just the science. I'm just, right. it's, it's, it's science. Just science I didn't make the science. <laughs> yeah. I eat all my meals. I eat, this is a, a five foot four, 132 pound bodybuilder that's lean. Okay. She's lean and just, I'm talking fit and lean. She's eating about 350, 375 grams of carbs. She goes, I have no bloat. I put on no body fat and I'm, constantly hungry and i tell mm-hmm. her the reasons why is because you're controlling that insulin spike that yeah. you're you're allowing that the berberine and that gda or mm-hmm. metformin if you can get your hands on metformin i mean we have metformin through our through the clinic um even better people yeah. ask me well you do you prefer metformin over gd over, over a gda i said yeah the pharma the pharmaceutical stuff is going to be better yeah but not, not everybody can get it so if you can't get it yeah go well, Go, go. Man, the new the new hotness though, and I, we've we've talked about this. Yeah, yeah. Amelizanox yeah, yeah. is uh, this, this, oh my gosh, I'm a big fan. Chris, of I have I have it. I I'm gonna follow what you're saying. I'm gonna listen to you because I always listen to you anyway. Um, but talk to me about that, and let's just jump on birth control so, because it's this is really so hot. you know you know how metformin and how GDA and all of that you know how that works. That works. Yeah more in comparison to amylizanox that works more on the back end of what your body is doing what your body is doing with carbs basically right Right. so just going back to what i was saying before um, your body has instruction manuals for everything okay and amylizanox goes back to the drawing board goes back to the your dna and specifically pulls out instruction manuals on how to utilize sugar very efficiently so we've done that before in our past, like back when we were younger, your body just burns through carbs like that. Like it's no problem. It's like, why? well, when I'm older, how come I can't do that? It's because your cells, your cells are not, they put those, those manuals to the back burner. You know, they're, they're collecting you're, you're, dust somewhere. You're not three anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but they're still there. Yeah. So Amlazanox goes back to the cells and it, it initiates a series of, of actions that literally pull out the DNA, that translation of DNA of those of those uh, old instruction manuals that are collecting dust on how to rip through sugar, and that's how Amlazanox works. You got to take it three times a day, you know. But that stuff is awesome. Yeah, I know you were telling me you got really lean, and I saw, saw a couple of videos. Oh my gosh, looking, you were looking really lean. That's what I want to. I want to get to like really like single digits. I'm I'm, I'm hovering, I think, around eleven percent right now. Uh, I dropped my biggest. I was two or two, which I didn't like. Mm. I didn't like 200, yeah. 200 pounds, 202, 204 for me. And it's funny because I talked to Joey Cavalier. He's 5'8", 271 right now. Okay. Yeah, Joey. <laughs> Joey, Joey, check this out. Good for him. Good for him. He has striated glutes Man, yeah, right now. Yeah. He's telling me, Ron, that because I put him on a protocol. He said, like, what mm-hmm. do you think about the, this protocol? I said, I would tweak this. Tweak, blah, blah, blah. I put him on IGFLR3. I love that stuff. IGF, it's amazing. IGFLR3. He's on running um, IGF Des. He's running four or six IUs of growth hormone. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna have him today. We're gonna talk to him about it, other stuff. And he's like, man, the comp- the synergistic combination of that he runs L carnitine, of course, amino pure L carnitine religiously. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna talk to him about about a, a, a Mex Lennox. Amlazanox. I can't even say that word. 
uh, <laughs> that one. Uh, I'm going to talk about that because I, I, so let me ask you a question. And this guy backtracking to what I'm saying is like, he's added about 40 pounds on IGF LR3 and his sensitivity has not been uh, compromised. And the reason why is because mm -hmm. I told him like run only 50 micrograms. And he's like, I'm religiously running 50 micrograms. I'm going on seven weeks now. He's up yeah. 40, 40 some odd pounds. He's like, I'm blown away how I'm bulking. I'm, I'm 271 at 5'8", and I still have striated glutes. And I it's said, all science. It's it is all, all science. science. You know, you don't have to like, you don't have to break the bank. You don't have to go crazy and like overload one certain thing. It's not like that. It's all science. It's, it's amazing. So let me, let me, let's wrap up the, 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 the topic of, uh, um, I'm next that one. Uh, and uh, so you're saying take it three times a day. Are you taking it with meals? Is it, is it, is it, is it, it doesn't uh, matter. Does, it doesn't matter. So does it work like blocking a, uh, the, the, uh, insulin in your, the, the release of insulin in your liver? No, that's on the back end. That's for metformin and okay. GDA and all that stuff to do. It doesn't uh, do that I'm at all. So to talk to me. So how does that, how does it really work? Do you take it just three times a day? What is the half-life? Mm -hmm. Uh, what is it, what is it doing inside your body? So it, it's going, it's literally, well, it was designed actually as uh, an antihistamine, um, anti-inflammatory for, um, for cold sores. You know, that's what it was actually designed for. But then they found that, um, that all these people were getting like lean. They were getting, they were like losing weight with it, you know, when they took it. And so they, um, it's, it's actually a, um, uh, a, um, it goes into literally into your cells and it it initiates a series of processes that um, that that typically doesn't start up on its own, you know, um, and to to bring uh, to translate the DNA to start burning off carbs and burning off um, fat. That's interesting. It's kind of like it's it, very I guess it, it's very similar in 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 the processes to L-carnitine, where L-carnitine yes. opens up your 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 uh, your fat cells. You get that fat dump from the fat cells into the mitochondria, into your blood store, into mm -hmm. your blood, making it your primary source of fuel. I think if you combine both of them. Oh, yeah. Man, that's man, and, 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 the cells. And it NAD with AOD. We're going to have a video on yeah. NAD with AOD. I'm getting some really good reviews. I personally, I, I love the combination of NAD alone with, let alone NAD with AOD. So yeah. we, we should do a video yeah. on that. So let's, let's jump right. So we don't run out of time here. Let's jump into birth control coming off of birth control. A lot of questions have been asked. Look, uh, the, 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 the biggest uh, fad right now is a lot of coaches that do a lot of functional medicine. A lot of things are saying, Hey, birth control is not the healthiest thing for you. Okay. So mm -hmm. what is your thought on birth control and how healthy it is? And I'm a female. I'm coming over to rejuvenate and I say, okay, Chris, I, my husband and I have made a decision. I don't want to have any babies anymore, but I'm coming off of birth control uh, because of health factors. I've been reading that, you know, it could be very unhealthy. Uh, how, wh what would you tell me? Number one, number two, I already made a decision to go ahead and process and go through the process of coming off birth control. How do you, how does rejuvenate help me balance my hormones in on a face-by-face -face basis so what is step one step two step three and so on okay so so the my first step is always going to be the two to talk to the the woman and figure out um what their life goals are where they're at if they're 22 years old and they you know are um are married and working and they they literally cannot like you know first we have to get the baby thing you know like, you know, like 
do you like you, you know, want to conceive <laughs> yeah because if we're if we're balancing in your hormones without the use of a birth control then oh yeah that's that yeah, yeah that can definitely happen um so so that's the first thing you know and then um but then understand too that like that um birth control it, it's kind of like uh do you know what a metronome is it's kind of like setting a metronome it's one of those clickers that they use in uh, in music to keep everybody on pace click, okay click 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 to keep oh, yeah, everybody it's on like when, I, I i know i edit my yeah. podcast and i have that little click 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 yeah yeah so <laughs> it just know keeps it everybody gotcha. you know on beat you know huh. so so it's like um it's uh birth control pills are, are usually a combination of estrogen and progesterone. Mm -hmm. So birth control pills, that is hormone replacement therapy. Okay. It's not a very good one because it doesn't really, nobody really cares how you feel when you're on it. But, um, but it's just kind of a, a one size fits all here. Take this pill on these days, you're going to be getting more estrogen on these days. You're going to be getting more progesterone, you know, and that's basically it you know, um, and, uh, but one thing it's going to do is that your body is very, very smart. We talked about this, you know, but yeah. your body is not going to, it, it has a lot of checks and balances, especially when it comes to hormones, uh, and the steroid hormones. So, um, so if your body starts to notice high levels of progesterone, high levels of estrogen, especially estrogen coming through, you're bringing outsourcing estrogen, then, the body knows, hey, if you're outsourcing it, then I don't have to make as much estrogen. So, but the body doesn't just straight out and make estrogen. It makes testosterone first. Its only way of turning that down is to turn down your testosterone. And if it turns down your natural testosterone, then it causes a whole host of other problems. You know, so there's a complicated network of things happening in the background. You know, so um, what I usually do if someone is on, is, is not feeling good, they're not where they're, they want to be, and they're on birth control, what I usually do is start them on a, um, on a, on a conservative dose of testosterone, maybe even progesterone along with the birth control, just to give them some support because just getting off the birth control right away can just pull the rug out from under them, you know, a lot of times. So I'll, I'll get them started on testosterone just by itself, sometimes with progesterone and then, and get that under their belt and get them feeling, um, uh, feeling more optimized along with the birth control. And then we'll ease up off the birth control later on. That's, that's typically a better rule of thumb I found. Okay. So you basically you're, 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 you're adding a, a exogenous testosterone. I'm assuming maybe depending on where they're at, their blood levels, their blood work mm -hmm, is at yeah. 10 milligrams, maybe five milligrams, depending on, uh, on, on their blood work before you. So once you pull them off of birth control, Okay, you're 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 like okay, you're you're getting off of birth control. How, what else do you do? Do you keep the testosterone in there? Well, yeah, the the it it all depends on their issues. You know, sometimes we can sometimes just um, uh, sometimes just pulling off of the birth control and adding in some some herbal supplements like um, uh, DIM, calcium glucurate, you know, things to help estrogen dominance. Because as soon as you pull off birth control, a lot of times your estrogen can estrogen, go haywire, yeah, yeah. you know, and you usually don't have to worry about progesterone. But, you know, what happens typically with progesterone is that your progesterone just won't fire back up, you know, so um, and that makes you even more estrogen dominant. Yeah. You know, and your testosterone won't fire back up. You know? Is, is that common? Because I, I have actually looked at labs and I actually spoken to some people. It's like, we're like, I've been running this and I've been running this from this company and I've been running all these herbals. And, and then I look at my blood work and my progesterone is like 0.01. I'm like, you're, you're tanked. I mean, you don't have yeah. it. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that you're at that point of no return where 
you know, get off of the herbal stuff. Uh, the nature path stuff is not going to work for you. You're 43, 42, 41, whatever it is. Nothing bad to say about your age, ladies. That's not what we're focusing on. We're just saying there's, there's a point uh, in your life. And I think for men as well, mm-hmm. you ca- have to come to the realization that my body is just not producing the right amount of progesterone and you have to go exogenous if you want to yeah. feel good. Kind of like men, right? I'm, I'm in my, I'm into my 40s and I'm a lifer. Like yeah. I, I feel great at, well, I was like running 1500 or 1600 testosterone at 200 milligrams of test. I'm wonderful. I'm yeah. great at that. Like, I don't ever want to be 500. Yeah. And, and I know that if I wing off and like, oh, I want to, I want to wing off of my testosterone, I'm going to plummet to like 500. And that's just the way my body's going to work. That's, that's where I'm at my, in, in my life. Right. Yeah. But then in, in here at Rejuvenate, what we do is that we give options. So now like 20 years ago, if, uh, if a female athlete got to 43, 44, 45 years old and their hormones started going out of whack, like what options did they have really? You know, well, you're getting older. That's your option. Right. You just stop. Right. Like you need right. to stop now. And then now, like as we get as we get older, like you know, and I, I work with a lot of patients that are that are Gen Pop because I do a lot of Gen Pop stuff. To also yeah. um, guys that are just getting started, they're sixty three, sixty four. Their wives are getting started sixty three. You know, sixty five, seventy. You know, and um, and the reason why the big the big factor for them is that they have an option now that's healthy that is science based. You know, and so like, you know, years ago, it was like, well, you're just getting older. You just have to deal with it. This is, this is what it's supposed to be like. Right. You know, and that's what, that's what a lot of primary care doctors and a lot of Western medicine will, will lead you to believe, you know, that, you know, I think it's a a correlation of both. Um, and the, the fantastic thing about team amino pure and work and amino pure working with rejuvenates, like we look at the, the, the holistic nature path the herbal stuff when we look at the HRT. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't want to, that's a lot of benefit because it has a lot of benefit that all the time. Oh yeah. I want to believe that the two can coexist Mm -hmm. and a lot of companies are in the, in in just, I want to sell as much product as I can. Everybody has, everything can be fixed through herbal stuff. No, not everything can be fixed through herbal stuff. And I'll be honest with you. And, and, me personally, the, the labs that some patients will send me or some clients that I have or some people that just said, can you take a look at my labs? And I'm looking at labs, I'm getting better and better. I look at the labs. Uh, I have yet to see a 40-year-old woman that has like labs that are exceptional. I haven't seen it. Have you? Um, so I have, I have seen it. Yes. Yeah, I have. Um, I, I've seen it. Okay. It is very rare though. It's extremely rare, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's extremely rare. Because I always see that, well, I always find that whenever I see female labs in, in their 30s or 40s, maybe because I see the performance athletes more than gen pop, mm-hmm. there's always low T or not optimized T. Uh, there's progesterone issues. There's estrogen dominance. Um, there's liver enzymes that are elevated. Um, you know, yeah. the, the funniest thing is like, well, I'm natural. It's like, well, your liver enzymes are pretty high. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, are you sure you're natural? I don't come out. Yeah. Are you sure you're natural? It's like, yeah. um, well, I don't run, I don't run testosterone or Primo or, Anab- or, or anything else. I said, how about Anabar? Well, I, well, I read, well, well, like, yeah. you're, 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 <laughs> people don't realize Anabar is very potent. Yeah. It's very strong. And yeah. it's, it's, it's probably one of the safest anabolics, uh, for, for females. But at the same time, you can do a lot with Anabar. Mm-hmm. And FYI, running out of our, you're not natural. Just, 
<laughs> so, you know, looking at labs, I mean, there's so many different things that come into, in, into play. And, and then a lot of it's like, okay, I want to come off of birth control. Let's go, let's, let's dive right back into the birth control thing. So, so you basically, you would actually supplement some exogenous testosterone, some estrogen, or maybe progesterone before you wing them off of, of birth control completely. So they don't crash. Right. That's the purpose. Yeah. Because they're, their um their hormonal balance is what's most important that's going to affect how they feel so if they're coming to me and they're not feeling good with the with the birth control as it is that means something's out of balance you know and if they drop if they if all they have is their birth control and they drop that you know and what do they have left over it's going to make it's going to crash it's going to crash it's really going to be miserable so i first try and i first try and get them feeling you know filling those gaps and fit getting them feeling Good. Sometimes that's with that's with um, adding testosterone. Sometimes it's just with some herbals like dim or something just to calm down their estrogen a little bit, and that's all it takes. And they can ease off of the off the birth control, you know. So, but it, it was, or a lot of times maybe it's just they just need some progesterone in there. So, you know, we work with the hormones to try and get them balanced first and get them some stability so that when they pull off of the birth control, they're not left with nothing. Is it safe to say that eventually you will pull them off of testosterone and that progesterone if you have them on that? And in order for them to, I guess, go natural, if that's what they want to do, um, would you would you say that that would be not a very good idea? Because if their body may crash and their body may, may just not want to produce progesterone anymore or testosterone, and the only way to know is if, hey, I pulled you off of birth control, we put some exogenous testosterone, some exogenous progesterone, and then to balance you off, you're feeling okay. And mm-hmm. I'm a patient that said, okay, well, now I want to get off of everything. Would you say okay? Well, be beware that uh, yeah you yeah, may no, you may feel miserable and crash and <laughs> yeah. you may not come back. Yeah, to to me, it's it's all about the patient and their goals and their what what they uh, and them having options and then but also they have to be educated on um, from from an unbiased source like you know what's going to happen, what are their options, what can what they do? So we have happen. long conversations about this. What could yeah. happen, right? And yeah, so we definitely talk about that. And and I've had it, I've had it work. You know, there's been some times that you know some people we we get them on therapy, they get off the birth control, and they want to see what happens. And we do an experiment, you know, and and where we start to get off the medication, we stretch out the testosterone. We have a very specific way of doing it, and they're feeling good enough for them, you know. And I I can't. I can't put that on a piece of la- on a on a lab core right. paper that says right. you know this number, number in this range is good enough for that. I don't know what that is. Right. You know we have to figure that out and 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 explore that. And then sometimes you know they they live through that for two months and they're like yeah you know I kind of feel better when I was like back on. You yeah, know, and that's back. that's more times than not. I was talking to to, to yeah. uh, one of our patients over at Rejuvenate, so a team amino pure um, uh, follower. She was telling me it's like I feel amazing. I Chris just recently tweaked my, my testosterone a little bit. He was running five. Now she's running 10. She goes like, I am like dialed in. Like I've never felt this, this way before. And I said, and and she's like, would you think that I could ever get off of testosterone? I said, my opinion, you're 41 right now. Um, You could, but you're not going to be optimal. Like for the way that you want to feel. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. It's it's kind of like we age. It is. That's what your body naturally wants to do. It wants to come down. I look at my my physiology, okay? And I was talking to a PhD that I'm doing. I'm starting some mentorship on on pharmacokinetics. I think I told you about this, Chris. Mm -hmm. And I look at my body and I'm in my 40s and I look at your body. You're in your 40s, right? Mm -hmm. Um, We're in relative. Yeah, you're you're a lot older than I am, aren't you? Yeah, I'm I'm ancient, man. Like... (laughs) 
yeah. think you got me by like two months. <laughs> I think so. Something like that. Um, so we're, we're the same age, but I mean, if you really look at the way that we take care of our bodies and I run and I'm very open about what I run, right? My TRT pro, uh, programming. And uh, I don't think my body would look the same if I was running 500 milligrams of test. I mean, sorry, if I was at 500, my test, oh, my, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, yeah. there's no way, there's no way. Yeah. And as I study more and, and I'm talking to this doctor and he says, because you found the sweet spot to where your body's functioning for you. Yeah. Like I literally be beyond that, like my libido, my, my libido. Yeah my sex drive, my, my recovery, my performance at the gym, my performance at work, energy during the day, energy. It's just like, you know, we talk about how busy we both are. And if if I was in my age running with, with 500 or 600 readings of testosterone, I don't think I could keep up doing with what I do on a daily basis. It would be very, very difficult. So for me, I'm happy. And it's kind of like, if I was to get off and go back to 500, I know what I would be at. I know what I would probably look like. I would look watery. I would look really. Oh yeah. Well, I can tell you right now, like when I was not on testosterone therapy, like I was a, I was a three scooper of pre-workout. I was three scoops of pre-workout. If I didn't get three scoops, then it was not, it wasn't happening. You know, and now like even if I do a full scoop, it's too much for me. Yeah, like, you were telling me that you had yeah. a what is it the AYA? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And I'm like, wow, you had issues yeah. with the AYA. I'm like, I, that's like nothing. But you know what's <laughs> funny is like like everything else. As you wing off of caffeine, I have I have an athlete that I work with, and she's like, I feel really like my recovery's not good. Da-da-da-da-da. And mm-hmm. I'm listening to all the symptoms, and I'm getting pretty good at this stuff. I said, number one. So let me ask you a couple questions, and I would give you for birth control. We're gonna get back to birth control. I promise. Yeah, I do want to have another question, but I just, this is for athletes that are having these issues um, or not athletes that are having these issues. She's like, I said, how do you sleep at night? You don't sleep pretty well, right? Mm-hmm. She goes, uh, no, I don't. As a matter of fact, I have a hard time like sleeping at night. I said, uh, are you, how many, I, I, I keep looking at your posts. How you're looking at all these, all these uh, energy drinks. How many are you drinking a day? She's like, I need to drink at least three a day plus coffee to keep me going. I said, yeah. Okay. Okay, so I'm painting a picture in my head right here. Yeah. I said, do you crash around one o'clock or two o'clock? She goes, midday crash. Yeah. yeah. She, yep. I said, okay, there's a couple things going on. Number one, your recovery times are screwed up. So you probably need to like scale back to about four days a week of training. It's like, I can't do that. It's like, don't say you can't. Yeah. Because I've done it. Mm-hmm. Your cortisol levels are probably high. Your circadian rhythms are starting to be thrown off. You're probably running into adrenal fatigue. Oh yeah. Um, and that, that, that you're setting yourself up for the perfect storm mm-hmm. where your, your performance is going to be hindered and your hormones. And this is why we're, I'm talking about it right now. Your hormone balance is going to be thrown off completely out of whack. We're looking at oh, yeah. estrogen being out of whack. We're looking at testosterone levels being out of whack. You are setting yourself up for a perfect storm. So get you off caffeine completely. She, she sends me a message like, I don't feel too good. It's like, yeah, because you're addicted. You're, 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 your body's running on caffeine. Yeah. Your body, you, and you it, it's running not on getting the number one supplement, which is sleep. Sleep. It's not getting that. Yeah. Remember we, I was going through the same issue. Remember I told you, yeah. like, I don't sleep. Yeah. 10 o'clock, man. I'm like ready to go to bed. Like I'm tired. Oh, I it's better winged, now. Oh yeah. yeah. I winged off completely off caffeine. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and started getting better and better and better and better. 
Uh, now I'm like, my circadian rhythms are good. My, my biggest issue now has been like my digestion. Uh, that mm -hmm. my digestion has been the biggest issue, which we're finally getting it under control. I still have bouts, but uh, yeah. talking to my doctor, uh, I, I do a lot of herbal stuff to, to, to help mitigate those things. But stress is an issue, guys, that can affect your hormones. Uh, let me let me let me go back to the birth control stuff because I know that we go into different tangents sometimes, and I do enjoy those conversations with Chris. So we're going to have you more often than not here. Let me, let me uh, tell you. Let me let me just tell you one cool thing about yeah. about stress and sleep. You know, so um, one thing that I've I've started and I recommend to my patients mm -hmm. is that when they know they're going into a period of stress, take a little bit of DHEA. You know, DHEA isn't for everyone, but um, but it's really it's really important for times of stress, and this is why DHEA is a it's a precursor to a lot of the steroid hormones. Okay, so um, pregnenolone is another one. So taking either of those are really good. So one of the things that happens is that you only your body only has a given amount of these precursors, um, these building blocks at a at a time. DHEA, pregnenolone, and those create you know the other the other steroid hormones, and there's a lot of them. You know, there's testosterone, estrogen, cortisol, melatonin is one of them. So guess what? If, you're, if your brain is signaling, hey, there's stress going on, we need more cortisol. Yeah. It's not always a good decision, but we need more cortisol. Guess where that cortisol is going to steal from? It's going to steal from the natural resources that your body is supposed yeah. to be using to build melatonin. Right. So if you can't build mel um, melatonin, then guess what? You're not sleeping because it's using all of that to produce cortisol. Right. You know, right. so supporting it with that is always a good thing. Awesome. No, great information. Yeah. And I think also that 5-HTP uh, uh, will, will, yeah. yeah. will help. DHB, yeah, DHB, DHB, mm -hmm. DHB yeah. will help. We have all those that we can actually prescribe to you guys as well uh, if you're having those issues. So um, going back to, to, uh, to birth control, let's talk about non-hormonal birth control. Uh, copper-based uh, IUDs, for example. What What is your take on that? And uh, do you see, so because it's not hormonal, will you treat your the hormone balance as a natural person that's not running birth control because it is because they're running an, a copper-based IUD? So the the thing about um, the the IUDs that I'm that that I'm not a huge fan of is that it, IUDs make things more difficult for me <laughs> to, to, to diagnose and to try and balance things in because it's not giving us a, um, uh, a period, you know, so because of that, it's sending, it's basically sending signals to your, um, it, it's sending signals to your brain um, to, to, to basically tell it that it doesn't need to produce a period at all. You know, and um, and and that's that can be very confusing, especially if we're trying to figure out which wave you're in or what's going on. You know, so it, it makes things a little bit tricky. Um, it is less, um, it, it's less of an of a of a hormone therapy, I would say, than the birth control pills. So you know, that part does make things a little bit um, a little bit smoother being on a, a, an IUD while on um, uh, some type of HRT is a little bit easier. Mm. you know, but, um, so it's, it's kind of easier to wean off of it, but I just, I like to know, like, um, I like to be able to track, you know, where women are, you know, during the month and things like that, you know? Yeah. So I think that's the um, biggest fad right now is like, is women that are trying to get up birth control. It's like, well, I'm going to go on non-hormone and I actually had, a, uh, uh, I recommended it, but I said, look, my recommendations don't mean anything. I'm not, I'm not Chris. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a medical practitioner. I can tell you what I've seen through 
studies and what I've read through studies and women that I've actually spoken to that I've actually gotten off of uh, estrogen, estradiol-driven uh, birth control and are going copper-based. Uh, mm-hmm. Once they got their hormones balanced, uh, copper-based was the way to go. They felt much better. Yeah, so, it is better than birth control, I would say. I'm saying birth control pills. Yeah. And, 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 you know, she said, well, I took your, your advice. It wasn't advice. It wasn't advice. It's just, I'm just, I'm just telling you what I've heard. I'm not, I'm not a doctor. So don't listen to me by any means. I'm just (laughs) telling you what I have heard is, you know, and and she, and she's basically told me, it's like, I feel much better. Thank you so much. I'm like, again, it's not advice. I'm just telling you like what I've studied, you know, if you go copper based IUD, um, you are going to get off completely uh, of the estrogen based uh, estradiol based uh, birth control, you may feel better. But I always tell people, talk to Chris over at Rejuvenate, talk to a medical practitioner that understands hormones. Well, I talked to my doctor. I was like, you know what? I'll be honest with you. Um, if you're talking to your general practitioner, I wouldn't. They're not experts in, 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 uh, in uh, hormone balancing, I don't think. Uh, I've actually gone to my general practitioner and I'm not tooting my own horn and I've actually had conversations and I've told her exactly what's going on in my body. And she comes back and tells me, man, like you, you know, a ton, like, you know, a lot and I need to research others. So the the moral of what I'm saying is, is be responsible for yourself as well. Yeah. Do some research, talk to people, reach out to rejuvenate, talk to us. We can actually put you in contact with Chris, make an appointment. It's free. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you don't yeah. have to go, you don't have to go on birth control. You don't have to go on, on HRT or TRT, but at least you have a clinic that cares about you and understands where you're coming from, what your issues are. And you have a second opinion of like, you know what, that kind of makes sense based on what I'm reading and the way that I'm feeling. Maybe, yeah. I, should, maybe I should go that route. And that's all we can do is, is, is offer solutions. And uh, a lot of, a lot of the, 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 the biggest issue that we have right now, I was talking to Christy Papas about this is Gen pop, okay, a lot of women that are, I, I would say, uh, maybe I shouldn't say that, um, females that, are, that basically have low T and are having mm-hmm. hormone issues because their testosterone level is too low. And general practitioners are telling them, oh, you don't need testosterone. Well, the reference range is not, is not appropriate. It's horrible. I mean, yeah. it's horrible. It's yeah. horrible. It's like, hey, you know, let's 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 get off, let's get off a reference range because I just had a po- I saw a posy the other day. I was like, your re- your range should be within this 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 thing, and your range for men should be. It's like, look, I, I and look, peace. I, I I don't discuss argue with with other people, but I'm thinking to myself, it's like, says who? Yeah, like, I have a friend who ru- naturally runs a hundred and twenty on the testosterone level, naturally naturally mm-hmm. and she's naturally strong and she's not on any anabolics no pets that's good okay yeah. she feels great yeah she feels yeah so great. what do you say to her what do you what say do you... to her she's off of the yeah. she's off the chart yeah she's like i don't like i you can't forget how you feel how you feel doesn't matter you need to be here yeah so and women part of another just another layer on top of that is that um, there is so much, I mean, there's, there's some fluctuation with SHBG and other binding factors, you know, Absolutely. For men, it's even more variable. More women. variable. Oh my gosh. Like the, I've seen women that have like 180 SHBG, 200 of SHBG. I'm tanked. Like I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. It can really be all over this the place. This is the kicker. Her general practitioner tells her, we need to get your testosterone levels lower. 
is too high. <laughs> there you go. There you yep. Go. There you go. There you go. And I'm thinking to myself, what? what? Yeah. So my, my thing, and maybe I'm just a little sarcastic because I've had the same experience that you've had with like, you know, practitioners and stuff, but I would ask them why, like if your practitioner cannot explain enough to you it's off a range it's out of the why? range That's, okay like, well tell range. me what would happen i feel great now right. tell me what what would happen if it was lower am i still going to feel good how exactly does testosterone hurt me what could happen if i stay where i'm at now why would that be bad and, and you know what also chris you, you, brought up, you brought a good point it's like look you're looking and this is this again i didn't i don't want to argue with people they're like your testosterone level needs to be within this range it's like so what if you're off that range, but your SHBG is like really like high? Oh, what does it matter? Yeah. What does it matter? Yeah. Then you get the deer in headlights look. Uh, well, it still needs to be like, yeah. It's ridiculous. Stop, stop putting people in the categories and yeah. stop look, yeah. listening to how they feel. A woman that I had a, a, an athlete not so long ago is like, well, my, my testosterone level is pretty high. What are you running? Well, I'm running testosterone. I'm running Primo. 100 milligrams a day, a, a week, I'm running Anavar and I'm running a little bit of Winstrol. I said, okay, you're, 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 you're probably where you need to be. Like, what's, what's the fear? Well, my doctor says that uh, my, my androgens are really high. Well, duh. Yeah. You tell him you're running gear. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> maybe you need to share this information because it's, it's going to be obvious that you're, you're, but how do you feel? She was like, well, I'm, I'm starting to feel a little tired. I'm starting to feel a little fatigued. I'm starting to, okay, well, we need to look at other balance now. You're out of yeah. balance. Where's your estrogen yeah. level? Where's your yeah. cholesterol, right? Yeah. So those are the factors that we can help you with. And I think the biggest fear and misconception with HRT is like, I don't want to tell Chris or I don't want to tell my doctor that I'm running this stuff. We don't care. Oh, man. Oh, I just, yeah. We don't care. Our, our goal at Rejuvenate is to really focus on you. What are your mm -hmm. goals? We're not going to judge you. The goal is to keep you healthy while you're reaching your goal, whether you're oh, yeah. eating and or natural awesome. or lifestyle. Yeah. I had a and guy you know what? Like I've been I've been helping people with TRT and, and hormones and for years now. And it literally, oh gosh, thousands of patients, you know, and the more people I see, the more I see that everybody's very different. So different. You know, yeah. the, and, and it's it, anyone that 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 thinks they know it all or has like a one size fits all, you know, for everyone run, just, just run. It doesn't work that way. The I, more I, I learn, yeah. the more we learn too, the more we realize we don't know. And the more information is out there, it's a rabbit hole. And if, and if you ever get, you know, come to a point where, you know, you feel like your practitioner is just settled and they're not trying to learn, they're not trying to change anything, then you need to get out of this. Like you need to get out of helping people. Because yeah, that's not I, how this works. It, and it's, it's interesting because I've learned so much from you, Chris, uh, listening to talk, your videos, and, and your followers. We're going to put a lot more content out there. I mean, Chris and I, we're, we're going to work together <coughs> to put a lot of content on meds. Uh, we have access to an insurmountable amount of medication that could be very beneficial to making your lifestyle feel or your life feel much better. Yeah, you have an option. You have options and you can decide. It's like, hey, I don't want to go that route. That's fine. I have a lot of people, a lot of men that are telling me I don't want to inject. Like I'm, mm -hmm. I don't like to inject. There's, there's trochees, there's creams. There's a bunch of different, you can put a trochee under your tongue and there you go. You have your testosterone for the week, right? So there's options out there. Are there some better than others? Absolutely. But at least, you know, you have a medical practitioner that cares about you and is going to provide you options in helping you get to where you need to be. And that's the goal yeah. of rejuvenating HRT. That's the goal. Just know, like, you know, I'm going to be real with you. Like I, and I, and I don't, 
like I tell people, for, I mean, it doesn't happen all the time, but like just last week I had to tell a guy, look, you don't need it. There's nothing you need. He's like, well, I want to get something. I want to, I, I think I wanna, I'm like, honestly, like, you know, if you, if you like, you're, you're feeling good, you're not having symptoms, like everything is, is running really well, you know, like throw so it in not, the whack. I mean, you start throwing stuff in yeah. there. Yeah. It, it, you'll start adding in, in the biggest issues. Like, Hey, I, I, well, I, I had a kid the other day. Tell me, well, I'm going to run, you know, trend. I want to run 500 milligrams of trend and I want to run. And I'm like, well, you know, you, you understand the pharmacology behind some of this stuff is like, you are very young and I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm just telling you by running these compounds and not running support supplements or support compounds, you mm -hmm. are going to throw your hormones out of whack. Yeah. Uh, expect high triglycerides, expect high cholesterol, expect high liver enzymes, expect, unless you do all these other things. Yeah. Prolactin. And, prolactin. And uh, we can help you with those things, right? We're not going to judge you. We can help you like get you, keep you healthy. Yeah. Uh, ultimately that's a goal for rejuvenation. That should be the goal for every HRT clinic is how do I keep you healthy, feeling good yeah. While you're going through whatever your journey is. And many people, lifestyle people don't care. They just want to feel better. I, have, yeah. I had a guy right here literally send me a message. And actually, I just forwarded it over to you guys. He's like, hey, I'm only 31, but I'm currently on HRT with a different clinic. I just don't, I'm not happy with the service. Um, do you think that I would qualify? I said, I don't know. Like up your little labs, get a, get a consult, talk to Chris. And he's like, yeah, but I mean, I'm a little concerned. I'm like, don't be concerned. Just tell him, hey, yeah. tell him. There's nothing we probably haven't heard. Oh I mean, my hey, god! Yeah, or I'm, I haven't done ourselves. Oh, you're right. I'm, <laughs> exactly. I'm yeah. you kidding me. Yeah. I'm 30 something. This is where I want to be at. This is my. These yeah. are my goals, and this is how I feel. And We're then, all adults. Like that's how I look at it. We're all adults. I can't. I mean, you know. But I. But I would rather. I would much rather feel like all of our patients have a place they can go to. Because where, where else you can go to your primary care yeah. doctor and say, hey, doc, you know, can you tell me about the risks of being on trend and DECA at the same time? They don't, like, what? They don't know. They don't yeah. know. <laughs> they don't know. Uh, yeah. I, told, I told you my story. And you're not going to feel comfortable. Even if they did know, you wouldn't be able to feel comfortable talking to them. Yeah. I told you my story, just to wrap it up here, uh, about the doctor, my, my medical practitioner when I was in my 30s. I was going through some issues with myself. I didn't know, like, my obviously my testosterone level was going down and I didn't have mm -hmm. the knowledge uh, to really do as much research as I do now. I, I research everything now. He put, it, he put me on a gram, like right off the bat, one injection, one gram. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Wow, testosterone! Mm -hmm. Everything went out of whack. Wow! I put, on, I put a, I, my my weight skyrocketed. I'm assuming because my estrogen my estrogen levels just shot up. Yeah, water retention. I think. I'm oh yeah, you probably pounds, five like, pounds in a week. No, like more like eleven. Dang! Mm -hmm. I felt like a blimp. <laughs> I was not feeling good. I started feeling real slow. I didn't know. Now, dude, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like the master Chris here, but. I can pretty much look at labs and be like, mm, no, yeah, you, you know your way around it. Yeah, yeah you know I, I, I can pretty much, I'm getting better. And I think that, you know, working with the, 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 the doctor in pharmacology and pharmacokinetics, it's only going to make me that much better because I want to continue oh, yeah. to learn and be better for people that actually have the need. So anyway, to wrap this up, guys, going back to females, the ladies, if you guys are having some PCOS or think you have PCOS or have been diagnosed with PCOS or misdiagnosed with PCOS, mm -hmm. Um, reach out to us. I mean, we can give you a free consult. We, we at least guide you um, for, for, for ladies that are having PCOS and have been diagnosed with PCOS. A lot of it is going to be that a lot of it is going to be lifestyle changes, fixing the insulin resistance, fixing the, your, your lifestyle eating, getting your, your blood glucose under control. I would do a flush of liposomal glutathione, the, the rejuvenate labs 
has, which is fantastic. I would do the detox that has 850 milligrams of NAC. It has other agents you, you actually formulated, Chris, um, that are absolutely fantastic to flush a lot of the junk radicals out of your body. I would start there. I would start with talking to a professional, get you in, on, on metformin. If you can't afford metformin, then go on a GDA. Mm-hmm. I should we do that. We do the metformin also. Yeah. Right. That would be, that would be another ideal. Get that sugar level under control, get your hormones balanced. Yeah. So that it's not one thing it's every, everything you got to peel like an onion. And, yeah. and if you want a quick fix to something like this, then you're going to be, you know, you're going to have a reality check because it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. It, it, don't expect it to be done in a week or a month. It may take longer, but it's your health and it's important for ladies that want to come off birth control, you know, uh, reach out to rejuvenate HRT. We definitely help you, uh, kind of like, like that whole overlap s- system that Chris was talking about. So you don't crash, uh, and then help you decide whether, whether you want to go on an IUD a copper based IUD, or if you don't want to go on a copper based IUD, we can actually, uh, help you guys out with that as well. Any closing words for us, uh, Chris? No, you said it right there. I mean, everybody's different. You know, we really take our time to look at the patient and to see what your goals are and what you're trying to achieve. So, you know, that, that takes time. It takes energy, but you are worth it. Each of my patients are worth it. And, and, and that, this is so much fun for me. I just, I love this. I I love this. So um, reach out to us anytime. Um, thank you so much to Amino Pure for giving uh, me a chance to talk a little bit about um, PCOS and women's health, um, where we always try and stay up on it. If you guys have any other questions or, or other, um, other topics you'd like us to discuss, please reach out to Ron. Please reach out to me. We're always around and we'd love to hear from you. Awesome. Thank you, Chris, for having us. Chris is a wealth of knowledge. Um, I, I really care a lot about Chris and, and the, the amount of care that Chris puts into uh, each patient is, it's amazing. I mean, he treats every single one with a lot of care. Um, you look at some of the reviews that we have, um, reach out to him, reach out to them. It's your health. You lose nothing, you know, fill out the form, the medical form, talk to our, our medical staff. They're fantastic. Um, and, and I, I really hope that you can get something out of this and hope that we can actually help you feel better. Uh, lifestyle patients, reach out to team amino pure. We can help you put a plan together. Some, we have fantastic coaches that can actually help you. Uh, amino pure is coming out with GDAs are coming out with a bunch of different liposomal carnitine, liposomal, this, uh, liposomal quercetin, which we're going to probably have a, a, a podcast on as well with Chris, uh, rejuvenate labs is going to come up with a bunch Epithelum. of stuff. Epita- you know what? Epitalent is amazing. You you and I need to do a video on Epitalent. I can't wait. I know I need to do a video on that one. Yeah, let's 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 good. go with it. We're gonna put up that's good stuff. Of, we're gonna put 2022 is gonna be our coming out year because we're gonna put so much information out there for you guys on YouTube, on social media, that that we want to basically saturate you with as much knowledge so that you can make better decisions and at the same time allow us to help you reach your goals. With that being said, guys, I think we're gonna wrap it up. Thank you for, for being on, Chris. Uh, thank everybody over at Rejuvenate. Much love for everybody. We're a big family here. Uh, thank I you. Wanna, I, I want to thank you, everybody, for, for your patronage, as always. Um, have an understanding during the holidays. Um, when I close with this, Christmas is right around the corner. Uh, and, and whatever issues that you guys are going through, whether it's health issues, mental issues, physical issues, um, there's always help out there. Uh, we have great staff. Uh, we can actually put you in contact with we have ample resources uh our, our t- not only with through our clinic but through other other resources as well uh whatever issues you have try to be positive and try to look at the glass half full instead of half empty because that half empty portion there's help for people for people like you that are having those issues that we can actually help you uh with that being said 
I thank every single one of my coaches, every one of our athletes for supporting the brand, Team Amino Pure, Hard Fat Fitness. I want to thank Rejuvenating Chris. Thank you so much for being who you are, buddy. I appreciate you. You know, I have a lot of love for you. Uh, and, and thank you for everything you do. Uh, and with that being said, guys, as always, have a wonderful Merry Christmas from the bottom of our hearts, our entire family at Team Amino Pure and Rejuvenating HRT. Uh, as I always like to end, uh, don't forget to love your loved ones. Um, but think of your loved ones when you're when you're going through some of these hard issues, health issues. Put your health first because your babies, your kids, your family want it. They want you there for the long run. And ultimately, the most important thing in life is family. So, uh, with that being said, we're gonna we're gonna close down uh, this episode on PCOS and birth control. And, and as I always say, uh, don't forget to love your loved ones. God first, family second, as always, and we're out.